Today, postcode level, household financial stress, you asked, we answered. Hi again, it's Martin North from Digital Finance Analysis. Well, now this post is covering finance and property news. Well, the other day we made a show where we walked through our latest financial stress analysis, mortgage stress, rental stress, and all the rest. And we also made the point that we were going to make a live show on Tuesday, walking through individual postcodes. And I invited people to suggest postcodes to include. Well, I got a significant response. So to make sure that we cover them all today, what I'm going to do is to cover some of those where people ask for specific data. And for those who still want to come on live and ask, we're still running a live show and I've still got more to cover. So you won't get it all today, but you'll get quite a lot, which hopefully will be useful and informative. And just to remind you, of course, that this particular set of analysis is based on our modeling. So we're looking at all of the various elements that are driving the momentum in the market, mortgage stress, rental stress, how much households have in terms of disposable income and all the rest. So this is a very important conversation, particularly at the current time. And as I made the point the other day when I was speaking about the RBA, the RBA really doesn't get a sense yet of just how serious things are getting for some households. So let's look at some of the areas and see what we can find. And in fact, the first one on the list was asked by a couple of people, including Potter20913 and Kamara2723. Both of them asked for postcode 2077, which is Hornsby. So if we look at the answer for Hornsby, you can see here that we have information about the household count. So about 17,000 households are actually showing here. We've also got the breakdown between those earning outright, those borrowing, 36% and those renting, 39%. And we've got the measure in stress. Remember, I measure it in cash flow terms. So 29% are in mortgage stress, 70% are in rental stress, 43% of investors are stressed, and overall financial stress is 55%. And if we look at that in terms of property mix, about 39% are houses and 55% are units, we've got the people ratio, which tells you something about the constitution of those households. And at 2.41, that means that we've got people here who are considerably above individuals, so quite a lot of households and families. The vacancy rate was reported at 6.6% in the last surveys. And the gross investment yield at 3.6%, which is positive. But the net investment yield, which of course is the critical thing to think about, is minus 0.3%. So this means people are underwater from a cash flow perspective. Now, if we look at the taxable income on an individual basis from the ATO, it's 85,000. The household data from the census was 109,000. And that tells you that you need more than one income to be able to support the average mortgage. And if we go up to that, that translates to a disposable monthly income of $6,300 on average, of which 44.5% is going on the mortgage at more than $2,800. And if you're renting around 36% or 2,000, 
$292 a month going on the average rent. Now, the other part here is we have our various scenarios. And if you want the details behind the three scenarios, then go check out our other show because we went through that in quite a lot of detail. But just to say that the best case scenario with means that rate cuts are quite quick and significant, the base case is where we don't get much in the way of rate cuts, but we survive a, without a recession. But the worst case is we get a recession, unemployment rises, and migration drops. And the scenarios are that in the best case scenario, houses over the next three years cumulatively could be 8% higher than where they are today in terms of price scenarios. The base case would be a fall of about 11% for houses, and the worst case would be a considerable fall and units don't tend to fall quite as much. So now let's go on to look at the next one. And uh, Shadow Show 701 asked, could I look at central Queensland around the Mackay region? And you asked specifically for 4740 and 4700. So let's look at 4740 first. And here you can see that there are around 32,700 households there. 28% own outright, 38% are borrowing, 33% are renting. Mortgage stress is not too bad, with 38% in mortgage stress and 33% of households renting in rental stress. Not much stress for investors. And the overall metric on household financial stress is 28%. In terms of property mix, 81% of houses, a small number of units or other types of property. People ratio is 2.23%, so that indicates households rather than just individuals. The vacancy rate was high, about 9.6%. Some of these areas perhaps would be second homes. The gross investment yield is 4.4%. Net investment yield is positive 0.5%, so that's quite different from the last one. If you look at the average taxable income from the ATO, 86,000, the household census said 95,000. So here, less have multiple incomes going to support the mortgage. The disposable monthly income is around $6,100 with 33% going on the average mortgage, just over $2,000, and 27.5% going on the average rent at $1,694. And looking at our best base and worst case scenarios for houses, positive, significant move over the next three years in the best case up 19%. The base case is pretty much flat, and the worst case is a significant fall. If we compare that with 4700, which includes Rockhampton, here, 7,000 households with 29% owning outright, 33% borrowing, and 37% renting. The mortgage stress level is quite low at 12.5%, but the rental stress is higher at 67%, so the overall financial stress level is also a bit higher at 40%. There are around 82% of properties as houses, some units and other types of property. The people ratio is lower compared with the other one we saw, but the vacancy rate's higher at 14%. So probably, again, some second homes and Airbnb. Gross investment yield is 4.8%. Net investment yield is 0.8%. Looking at the taxable income on an individual basis, 85,000 from the household census, 72,000. And that gives a disposable monthly income of about $4,700 with 33.1% or 1560 going on the average mortgage. 
and 28% at 1,320 going on the average rent. And looking at the scenarios, the best case scenario for houses up 14% over three years, the base cases of a fall of 5% over three years, and the worst case, a fall of 25% over three years. Now let's look at the next one. So 5162 was asked for by Hayden Griffith 884. And thank you for acknowledging the excellent show. I greatly appreciate it. 5162 is Morfitt Vale and surrounding areas, including Woodcroft. Here, 15,000 households with 30% earning outright, 45% are borrowing, and 24% are renting. Mortgage stress is at 51%, rental stress is at 53%, a little bit of stressed investors as well, and overall financial stress, 39%. 86% of the properties are houses, small number of units. And the people ratios at 2.25 indicates communities with households rather than individuals. Vacancy rates are 4.7%, so somewhat lower than what we saw previously. Looking at the gross investment yield is 4.3. Net investment yield is positive 0.6. And looking at the average taxable from the ATO at 61,000 and the household census 68,000 gives a disposable monthly income of 4,346 with 35% going on the typical mortgage. 1560 or 34% going on the average rent at 1495. And looking at the scenarios, the best case scenario will be a rise of 16% over three years, the base case a fall of about 4%, and the worst case scenario a drop of 24%. If we then go to the next postcode, regional coastal towns in WA, postcode 6280. And it is very interesting that you comment here on what's going on. We want to buy back, but we've waited too long to be able to afford to live here again anymore. Interesting question. Well, let's see what the data says. So here we're looking at areas in and around Bunbury. And here, 12,200 households with 37% owning outright, 36% borrowing, 26% renting. And looking at the stress, 33% with mortgage stress and the same on rental stress, overall financial stress relatively low. Most of the properties, 87% are houses, some units. People ratio is a little lower, so there'll be some sole households as well as families. But the vacancy rate is very high, and of course that reflects some of the areas being holiday, second homes, Airbnb. Gross investment yield is 3.8%, net investment yield is flat. Looking at taxable income, 75,000 from the ATO or 71,000 from the household census. And that gives a disposable monthly of 4,500 with 45% going on the typical mortgage at $2,080 a month and 38% going on the typical rent at 1,745. Looking at the scenarios, very positive over the next three years and the best case scenario up 24%. The base case is a rise of 5% and a Worst case is a fall of 15%. Now let's look at Moss Vale, Robertson, 2577 from Julie Bateman, 4204. Keen to see how things have changed since your Southern anti spruik show two years ago. Yes, indeed. Well, of course, we had more of a rise than perhaps we expected. That was partly because of government policy and high migration, as I've discussed more recently. Anyway, in this particular postcode, we have 6,725 households 
with 44% earning outright, 34% borrowing and 21% renting. 90% are in mortgage stress and 100% are in rental stress. So the stress levels are pretty high. Not so much for stressed investors, but financial stress is at 56% quite high. Most of these are houses, small number of units, people ratios above two, and the gross investment yield is 2.9. Net investment yield is strongly negative, minus 1.9%. So many investors here are losing their shirts at the moment on a cash flow basis. Looking at the taxable income, the ATO said 83,000. The household census said 86,000. And the disposable monthly was around 5,700, with 42% going on the average mortgage at just over $2,400, and 34% going on the typical rent at 1,993. And just going back to the vacancy rates, pretty high. There will be a number of second homes in this area. Then we'll go to look at 4109 Sunnybank from Hongsta. Sunnybank is in Brisbane South in the Morton Federal seat. And there we've got 12,800 households with 37% earning outright, 27% borrowing, 34% renting. And we see mortgage stress at 31%. Rental stress is quite high at 76%. And overall financial stress is around 40%. 83% of properties are houses, small number of units. People ratio is quite high at 2.75%. So that indicates the number of families. Vacancy rate at 7.2% is on the high side. So there might be some second homes here as well. Gross investment yield, 4.6%. Net investment yield, positive, 0.6%. And looking at the average taxable, 69,000 from the ATO, 87,000 from the census, giving a disposable monthly of 5,632, with 40.6% on average going on the mortgage at 2288, or 36% going on the typical rent at 2045. And looking at our scenarios, the best case scenario for houses will be positive 13% over three years, the base case a fall of 7%, and the worst case, a fall of 26%. We'll now look at postcode 3101. And here we can see that there is 9,000 households with 40% earning outright, 30% borrowing, and 29% renting. And within that, 23% are in mortgage stress, 6% are in rental stress. Stressed investors at 36% gives a total financial stress of 44%. Now, this is uh, where we find around half of the properties of houses, 25% of units and other types of property. And that can include over retail accommodation, for example. And we see there that the people ratio is 2.2%. Vacancy rates quite high to 11.9%. And the gross investment yield is 3.4%. The net investment yield is minus 0.3%. And you may have noticed that quite a lot of the investment properties across Victoria are not yielding a net investment yield return. That's after interest and other costs of managing the investment property. Now looking at the average taxable income, 141,000 from the ATO, 129,000 from the census, which gives us a disposal monthly of $7,200, with 49% going on the typical mortgage at, at 3600 and 32.9% or 2,372 going on the typical rent. And looking at the scenarios, even the best case scenario shows a small fall over three years. The base case is a significant fall and the worst case is a very significant fall. Now, our next request is for postcode 2440 and 2443. 
So 2440 includes areas in and around Armadale, and you can see there 8,600 households with 3,800 or 43% owning outright, 30% borrowing and 25% renting. 38% are in mortgage stress, 80% are in rental stress, bit of stressed investors, and overall financial stress is 39%. Most of them houses, 91%, small number of units. People ratios, 2.2%. People ratios, 2.2%. Vacancy rates quite high at 10.2%, so there could be some second homes and Airbnb in the region. Gross investment yield is 3.5%. The net investment yield is minus 0.5%. Average taxable is 61,000 versus 58,000 from the census. It gives a disposable monthly of $3,800 with 40% going on the typical mortgage at 1560 or 38% at 1470 going on the typical rent. And looking at our scenarios, the best case for houses is up 8% over three years, the base case a fall of 11%, and the worst case a fall of 31%. If we look at 2443, this is in the mid north coast. And there we've got 4,100 households with 57% earning outright, 20% borrowing and 21% renting. There isn't much mortgage stress, but there is quite a bit of rental stress in the area. 74% of houses, 5% or units and other types of property. And you can see the people ratio is quite a lot lower. So that suggests some sole families. Vacancy rates high at 11.8%. Gross investment yield is 3.2. Net investment yield is minus 1%. The average taxable income is 61,000. And the average household census from 47,000. Disposable monthly income around $3,000 with 59% going on the typical mortgage at 1820 and 54% at 1645 going on the average rent. So next one was, can we look at Toowoomba, please. Statistics say rural families are low for rental mortgage stress, so it's technically, is it bucking the trend? Well, let's have a look. So you can see here that we have 47,000, and of that, 30% are earning outright, 30% are borrowing, and 39% are renting. And we can see that 77% are in mortgage stress and 71% are in rental stress, so yes, it is bucking that trend. Stressed investors at 23%. And 56% in financial stress. That's quite high. 76% of houses, but units are about 5% and other types at 18%. People ratio is above 2 at 2.19. Vexy rate is at 8%. And the gross investment yield is 4.1. The net investment yield is positive 0.2. The average taxable is 74,000, pretty much in line with the household census at 74,000. And that gives a disposable monthly income around $5,000 with 35% going on the average mortgage at $1,800 and 30% 1520 going on the average rent. And looking at the scenarios, best case scenario, a rise of 7% over three years. The base case, a fall of 12% over three years. Worst case, a fall of 32% over three years. Now we'll look at Newcastle. Lake Macquarie in particular at 2290. And here we can see that we have 14,000 households in the postcode with 37% earning outright, 38% of borrowing and 24% of renting. And within that, 29% are in mortgage stress and 72% of rental holders are in rental stress. Overall financial stress, 33%. 81% are houses and 4.9% are units, and 13.5% are other types of property. People ratio is 2.37, and 
and the vacancy rate is 4.9%. Gross investment yield is 3.4%. Net investment yield is minus 0.2%. Looking at the average taxable at $80,000, whereas the household census said $92,000, which is slightly higher. That gives a disposal monthly income around $5,700, with 41.9% going on the average mortgage at $2,392, or 34% at 1944 going on the average rent. Let's now look at 2170. This, of course, is another one that registers in my top stressed count. And here, Liverpool is the centre of the area with 38,000 households, 22% owning outright, 34% are borrowing and massive 42% are renting. 95% are in mortgage stress and 77% are in rental stress. Overall financial stress is at 70%, which is very high. 59% are houses, 27% are units, and 30% are other types of property. The average people ratio is 2.73, and the vacancy rate is 7.5%. Gross investment yield is 3.1. Net investment yield minus 0.8. And the average taxable income is reported at 69,000 from the ATO, but per household, 81,000, which shows you that you need more than one income in this area on average, which gives a disposal monthly of around $5,451, with this 47.7% or 2,592 going on the average mortgage and 36% at 1,969 going on the average rent. Looking at the scenarios, the best case scenario will be a rise of about 3% over the next three years, a base case of 17 fall or 37.5% down in the worst case scenario for houses. Now we're going to look at 4506 and appreciate that you appreciate my hard work. Thanks for that. So this is postcode in Moreton Bay North and the federal seat of Longman and is Morayfield. 9,000 218 households here, 20% are outright, 35% borrowing, and a massive 44% are renting. 93% in mortgage stress, very high. 89% in rental stress. Overall financial stress for households at 79%. 81.9% are houses, 1.5% are units, and the rest are other types of property. The ratio for people is 2.57, which includes households with families, and the vacancy rate is 5.9%. Gross investment yields 4.5%, net investment yields positive 0.7%. The average taxable from the ATO per individual at 62,000. The household census said 75,000, which is higher, suggesting multiple incomes going to pay the mortgage. And that gives a disposal monthly of around $4,800, with 38% going on the average mortgage at 1872, and 35.6 or 1,719 going on the average rent. And looking at our scenarios, the best case is a rise of about 1% or 2% over the next three years, the base case a fall of 18%, and the worst case a fall of 38%. And that is directly connected to the very high levels of stress in the area. Now, Chris Younger asked for postcode 4121, and that is Holland Park and areas around there, south of Brisbane. So there are around 9,800 households with 28% earning outright, 43% borrowing, and 29% renting. 
35% are in mortgage stress and 85% of renters are in rental stress. Overall financial stress is 44.4%. Looking at the property mix, 84% are houses, 11% are units, and there are some other types of property too. People ratio is 2.55, which is on the higher end, so that's families rather than individuals. Vacancy rates 5.4%, gross investment yields 4.5%, net investment yield positive 0.5%. So once again, Queensland again showing positive net investment yields. The average taxable is 97,000 from the ATO, but 127,000 from the census, which suggests that multiple incomes are going on the mortgage. Disposable monthly income, therefore, is around 7,400, with 38% going on the typical mortgage at 2,800, and 27% going on the typical rent at just over $2,000 a month. And looking at the scenarios, best case scenario is a rise of 12% for houses over the next three years. Base case is a fall of 8% and the worst case a fall of 27%. Now we'll look at postcode 2777. Would be interested in the sales have fallen off the cliff despite agents saying the opposite. Yes, definitely listings are down and sales are down in that area. So we can see there are 7,000 households roughly with 40% owning outright, 45% are borrowing, 14.5% are renting. Mortgage stress is 37.5% of those borrowing, where there's rental stress is around 80%. That's pretty high. Most of them are houses, 90%, small number of units and other types of property. The people ratio is 2.49%. Vacancy rates 4.3%. And the gross investment yields 3.5%. But net investment yield, again, is negative, minus 0.6%. Average taxable is around 82,000, but the average household census was 104, so multiple incomes going to the disposal monthly of around 6,300. And that gives an average rental of 33% at 2,118, whereas the average mortgage is higher at 40.9% at 2,600. And looking at the scenarios, well, the best case is a rise over the next three years of about 10%. The base case is a fall of 9%. And the worst case is a fall of 29%. So biased to the downside if things don't go well, economically speaking. Fred Flintstone, 7924. Thanks very much. I really enjoyed the analysis. Would you be able to review postcode 3199 or 3200? Frankston or Frankston North? Sure. Let's look at Frankston. Postcode 3199 first, which includes Frankston South. 23,000 households here with 29% earning outright, 37% of borrowing and 33% of renting. 70% of mortgage borrowers are in stress. 71% of renters in rental stress. Overall financial stress, 51%. 77% of households are in houses. 4.7% are in units and other types of property, 18%. The people ratio is 2.19% and the vacancy rate 6.8%. Gross investment yields 3%. Net investment yield is minus 1%. Again, another Victorian postcode underwater. And the average taxable at 73 is close to the 79,000 from the household census, giving a disposal monthly income around 5,200 with 42% going on the typical mortgage at 2,214 and 33.1% of 1,745 going on the typical rent. And the scenarios, even though the best case are a small fall, the base case a fall of 22% and the worst case a significant fall of 42%. We compare that with 3200, which is Frankston North and Pines Forest. 
There we have a small account at 2,200 with 25% owning outright, 28% borrowing and 46% renting, 57% are in mortgage stress and 85% are in rental stress, overall financial stress at 58%. 93% of houses and a small number of other types of property. People ratio is just over two, so a bit lower. And vacancy rates a bit higher at 9.2%. 3.2% gross investment yield. Net investment yield, positive. Whoa, whoopee for Victoria. 0.1% positive. Looking at the taxable income, 58,000. Very close to the household census at 58,000. Giving a disposable monthly of $3,960 a month. And 42.7% or 1690 going on the typical mortgage or 39% going on the typical rent at 1570. And the scenarios again are showing a small fall in the best case scenario, a significant fall of 23% in the base case and the worst case scenario, a very significant fall of 42%. Next one is 4217 and 4868. If you could model update these, is there still house price increase and has it leveled out? So I'm looking forward rather than what's happened. Um, that would take additional analysis, which I'm not going to be able to do today. So if we look at the situation there, 19,500 households, 30% earning outright, 24% borrowing and 43% of renting, 24% mortgage stress, 70% in rental stress, overall financial stress of 51%. 24% only are houses, so units at 61% and very much to the fore, and 30% other types of property. This, of course, is in the Surface Paradise SA3 and then the Gold Coast SA4. Looking at the people ratio, 1.55, so it's quite low. That includes some single households as well as households with families. The vacancy rate is massively high at 27%, so a lot of Airbnb and short-term letting and second homes. Gross investment yield is 4.6%. Net investment yield is 0.6% positive. Average taxable is 85,000. The average household census is 76,000, which gives a disposable monthly income around 4,700, with 49% going on the typical mortgage at $2,340 a month, or 45.9%, 2,178 going on the average rent. Looking at the scenarios, in the best case scenario, well, there's still the positive news. 11% over three years is possible. The base case, a fall of 8%. And the worst case, a fall of 27% for houses. Units moving not quite so significantly higher or lower in our scenarios. If we look at 4868, which includes areas around Cairns, Bayview Heights, for example, White Rock. 8,600 households are there with 28% earning outright, 38% borrowing and 30% renting. Mortgage stress is 47%. Rental stress is 43%. Overall financial stress is 35%. Looking at the households mix, we see that 82% are houses, 8% are units and 9% are other types of property. The people ratio is 2.42%. So some families as well as individuals. The vacancy rate's just 5.9%. Gross investment yields 4.5%. Net investment yield 0.5% positive. The average taxable was 68,000. The household census says 80. So we might see multiple incomes going to pay the mortgage, which gives us a disposable monthly income around $5,200 with 34% going on the average mortgage repayment at 1820 and 33% at 1745 going on the average rent. 
And looking at the scenarios, best case scenario, significant rise of 16%, base case a fall of 3 to 4%, and the worst case a fall of 23% over the next three years for houses. Let's now look at Albany 6330. Amazing video. Thanks, Mitch9880. Appreciate that. So here we're looking in the Albany SA3 area. Quite a long list there of different household suburbs. 15,000 households in the area, 38% earning outright, 34% borrowing and 27% renting, 43.5% of in mortgage stress, 64% of in rental stress and overall financial stress is 38%. 90% of houses, small number of units and 9.2% of the types of property. People ratio is just over two. Vacancy rates quite high at 13.1%, so that could include some second homes, Airbnb, etc. Gross investment yield is 4.2. Net investment yield is positive 0.2. Average taxable was 71,000 from the ATO and 70,000 from the census. Disposal monthly income at 4,300 gives a 41.5% contribution to pay the mortgage at 1820 or 34.1% at 1495, paying the average rent. And looking at the scenarios, the best case scenario will be a rise of 70% over three years, the base case a fall of about 3%, and the worst case a fall of 22% over three years for houses. Now we'll go to 2560. And here we've got 29,500 households with 24% earning outright, 30% borrowing, and 37.1% renting. A lot of mortgage stress and significant rental stress, 100% and 88% giving total financial stress at 79%. 78% of houses, 10% of units. People ratio is quite high at 2.64. The vacancy rate is 5.2%. Gross investment yield is 3.5%. Net investment yield is minus 0.7%. Average taxable for the individual from the ATO was 69,000. The household was slightly higher, 83. So there's more than one income going on the average mortgage. Disposal monthly income around $5,100 with 46.6% going on the average mortgage at $2,400 or 36.7% at 1894 going on the average rent. Looking at the scenarios, even in the best case scenario, because of that high stress, a slight fall, one or 2% over three years, in the base case, a fall of 21%. In the worst case, a very significant fall of 41%. Now we go to the postcode 5600. Again, Pivot Insight tonight. Thank you. And there we have just over 2,700 households, quite a small sample. 35% owning outright, 37% of borrowing, and 26.8% of renting. Just 25% in mortgage stress, not a lot of rental stress to be seen. And it's 80% houses, 5.4% units and other types of property at 14.6%. People ratio is lower, 1.9. So there'll be some households with sole occupation. Vacancy rate is also quite high. That could suggest some Airbnb and high vacancy, perhaps there for the second homes. Gross investment yield of 4.4%. Net investment yield positive 0.2%. Average taxable 84,000. Household census at 80,000, giving a disposal monthly around $4,900 with 31.6% going on the average mortgage at 1560 or 20% at $997 a month going on the average rent. And looking at the price scenarios, 
In the best case scenario for houses up 25% over three years, the base case of a rise of 5 or 6% over three years, and the worst case a fall of 40% over three years for houses. And that takes us to the end of this particular show. So once again, it is very interesting, isn't it? Looking at individual data, and it makes the point that not all households in all postcodes are behaving the same way. And hopefully that'll give you some specific insights. If you'd like more of that, then of course there are a few ways to get more information. The first is, of course, you can support us via Patreon. And in fact, if you'd like to get the data set for the more than 2,000 postcodes that we analyze each month, you can actually support us by applying via Patreon. It's 50 US dollars a month plus GST. And in fact, after the live show on Tuesday, I'll be sending the latest month of data out to all of my supporters who have subscribed at this level. So that's 50 US dollars plus GST a month. Also, if you want to have a deeper dive on a particular postcode, of course, I still run my one-to-one -one conversation. This is actually proving very, very popular at the moment. This is a conversation, confidential individual discussion. I can't give specific financial advice, but I can talk about a particular postcode or suburb and look at the underlying trends. That means I can look at stress, home price trend data, and also think about where things might be heading based on our modeling. It's about an hour by a Zoom or phone call. And there is a cost involved simply because it takes a lot of work to put the one-to-one -one conversation together, pay them in advance. If you are interested, you can contact me via the blog details below. Spaces are limited because it takes quite a long time to do the work. I'm booking three to five weeks ahead at the moment. So that's another way of getting up to date with the information. But of course, if all you want is a conversation you can join us live on Tuesday, and that is at 8 p.m. Sydney time. And I'll be able to take questions live there and look at other postcodes if you want to check them into the chat then as well. So that's another way of getting information about a particular postcode. And I will, of course, just remind everybody again that if you are in financial difficulty, it's important to get some advice and to figure out what to do, because my view is that things are going to remain difficult for quite some time. And you can see here that stress is not uniformly spread across the country, nor is it uniformly spread across particular categories of property or particular types of households either. So going granular is quite important. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Thanks for all of those who put questions in the chat there. And if there are other postcodes you'd like me to cover on Tuesday, if you drop them in the chat here, I'll try and add them to the list. I'm Martin North from Digital Finance Analytics. Many thanks for watching, and I'll see you again next time.